0: back to Teachable Moments with April. Tonight we're going to talk about a subject that I brought up in a previous um episode and which I mentioned about um people who are in the workforce and in certain um in certain jobs and certain fields although I think it I think it would pretty much pertain to everyone at this point um, due to um, being understaffed, um, and, and pretty much overworked is burnout. So I came across some information that, um, at my job, um, some of the supervisors there in the management, they had went to like, you know, um, a talk or a a training of sorts, Um, and I believe I'm looking at the papers now. It says September 5th, 2019. So I'm going to share the information that they shared with me, um, from this particular seminar. That's the word I'm looking for, a seminar. Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. So we're going to be talking about self-care and basically burnout. So this was from a a seminar from 2019. And um, the title on the front page of the, you know, the printout, the material that they gave out was self-care. Okay. And it was hosted by Chicago Christian Counseling Center. Now it says the cups we carry, okay, you have an image of a red cup, the the traditional red solo cup that we know, and a blue one, okay, side by side. It says burnout. Burnout is a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. Signs of burnout. Exhaustion, generalized fatigue, depersonalization, which means indifference towards work, reduced personal accomplishment, poor professional self esteem. Okay, so now the next subcategory is risk factors for burnout, heavy workload, conflicts with co workers, dysfunctional work environment. Diminished resources, lack of input, control, effort and reward imbalance, understaffing, lack of support system, rapid institutional changes, and work-life imbalance. Now, under the next subcategory, it has like a red angry face, okay, kind of like an emoji of sorts. It says individuals living with burnout, mental health symptoms, feeling frustrated, angry, sadness and irritability, fearful or anxious, an inability to feel happiness, joy, pleasure or contentment, and lastly, substance abuse. Now burnout, they say again, burnout symptoms physical symptoms, insomnia, muscle tension, headaches, gastrointestinal problems, high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease. Now on the next page after this, they show the blue cup and it looks as if it has tiny little holes in it and the water is just streaming out of every single hole that's in the cup. The blue cup. It says Tackling burnout, control versus lack of control, evaluate options, identify triggers, seek support HR, friends, co workers, therapy, sleep, restoration, and overall better health, exercise, consistent workout, mindfulness, Zen relaxation, stress reliefers. Then it goes down to reducing or eliminating burnout, personal experience, support for you and possibly clients, deep breathing, the happy place, grounding, identify your happy and others. So then it goes on to break down further um, some of the techniques to eliminate or reduce burnout. So the first one um, is deep breathing. Um, Find a quiet place, music, visualization, identifying your tense spots. Pick a color for your tension. Get rid of Uh, pick a color for your relief. Take in. And then you practice it. Okay. The second cat subcategory is happy place. Think of a place you have been that made you feel calm, relaxed, happy, peaceful, and underneath peace was smells, sounds, and tastes. The third category, subcategory is grounding. It can be done in public and it involves your senses, hearing, seeing, smelling tasting and feeling now the next page says who or what makes you happy and it has underneath little icons it says sleep family and friends dance and travel then it has a black box it looks like and inside the black box it says engaging and then on the side of the black box it says what you enjoy question mark and leaves it blank what you care about okay and what limits you now in this particular one this was a question mark all of them it says it actually provides something there time what limits you time money people distance self work and fear it goes on to the next category. It says others, self-care ideals, other self-care ideals, massages, yoga, staycations, vacations, and spiritual retreats. The next category it says additional ideals. So they I guess they're alternatives to the ones they gave earlier. Uh, kickboxing, jogging. Music. Treat yourself to a mani-pedi, fancy dinner, night out with friends, ice cream, sounds good, game night, sleep in, that sounds good too, etc. And then just taking a mental health day, okay? Um, The next one is uh, ruminating um, concepts. Whatever the work is, do it well. Not for the boss, but for yourself. You make the job, it doesn't make you. Your real life is with us, your family. You are not the work you do. You are the person you are. Then it goes on to basically come to a conclusion, which it says, and it shows three glasses. One looks like it's empty. One is half full, and one is completely full, which I think is uh, it's a reference in a way mm, to... How do you see the, you know, do you see the glass is half full, half empty? You know, you know what I mean. It says selfish versus self-care, um, which I want to stop there right there. A lot of times, I don't know for men, but I know for women, a lot of times we get caught up in that, um, and we tend to give to others, um before we give to ourselves. So I can identify with that right off the bat. is selfish or self-care versus self-care. Um, the next one is lifestyle change. Okay, you have to change your life. Makes sense. Okay, make some changes. Um, and considering today versus tomorrow. Then the last box after conclusion is discussion. It says questions, concerns, and thoughts. And a question mark. Then it gives references. So it looks like this is something that you could look online. It's by the American American Thoratic uh, Society 2016. And it says, what is burnout syndrome? Okay. So if you wanted to retrieve that, you would go to org And then slash patients slash patient um, resources, okay? And then another slash resources slash burnout syndrome, PDF, okay? Then they have something from the Mayo Clinic uh, from 2018. It says job burnout, how to spot it and take action. And that is also something that you could look um, through um, www w.mayoclinic.org okay and then you just look under um, burnout Uh, and then they have something here that has Morrison T 2017 the work you do the person you are and it's from the New Yorker okay Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. So I thought a good accompaniment to this particular subject um, from the seminar I spoke of earlier was uh, something from um, Mornings with Jesus, and it is actually from yesterday, okay, which is Tuesday, um, the 28th, and I'm going to read it to you. I think it's a very good tie-in to this. Then Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. Mark 6:31. Years ago, my husband had a job assignment in northern Minnesota. When I flew out to see him, we decided to visit a nearby wolf sanctuary. Richard had a phone call on the way, so... He pulled off, you know, the tree-lined highway and stepped out of the car to get a better signal. I got out to stretch my legs and strolled toward a separate stand of trees up a slight incline. Just ahead, I spotted a small clearing lit by slanting rays of sunlight. It drew me like a magnet and soon I found myself standing in an open space surrounded by tall trees. I stood looking up as though mesmerized, vaguely aware of the muffled sounds of cars passing down the highway, yet at the same time enveloped and enveloped that's probably why you say that, enveloped in the quietness of the woods. I've never forgotten that moment that seemed almost magical. It reminds me of how God has designed us with a built-in need to commune with Him. We live in a noisy, hectic world. Even Jesus needed time away for rest and renewal. It isn't always easy to find that quiet place, especially for parents. (laughs) Even if we live alone, it can be hard to get away from the noisiness and chaos in our mind. I find it easy to connect with God through His creation, but right now, I live in a city (laughs) subdivision, so I have created a quiet place in my home for my prayer time. I sit in a certain spot with my Bible, my journal, and my favorite pen. Nearby is a scented candle that I find soothing. These are spiritual magnets that draw me into a place where I can find rest in Jesus. By Diane Neal Matthews faith step. If you don't have a consistent routine for quiet time, ask Jesus to help you prepare a special place with spiritual magnets of your own.